My name is Mark Madison, and I am so very proud to have Fujitsu General America as a sponsor. At Fujitsu, they're focused on partnering with the best distributors and contractors to ensure that each Fujitsu heating and cooling system brings infinite comfort to every end user. Today's guest is Tom Jackson. He's the Chief Executive Officer of Jackson Systems. A Purdue University grad, Tom is an engineer and spent several years as a territory manager for a large heating and cooling wholesaler in Indiana. He's taken Jackson Systems from a startup to $20 million a year with 100 employees and has won the best places to work eight times in the state of Indiana. Tom is married to Jane and their two children. He's active in Boy Scouts. He earned the rank of Eagle Scout and has the distinct honor of being awarded the Silver Beaver, Scouting's top honor. Welcome, Tom. Well, good afternoon. This is Mark Madison. Welcome to On Books and People. Today, we have a very special guest, Mr. Tom Jackson of Jackson Systems. Tom, how are you today? Oh, I'm doing great, Mark. I appreciate the opportunity <laughs> to join you today. This is so much fun. You're in Indianapolis, <laughs> Indiana. We are in, in the heartland, or flyover country as uh, some refer to it. Fly but, uh... <laughs> so I was trying to remember when we met. When and where, do you remember? I, I do remember, I don't remember the year is the only problem. I remember that you were the keynote speaker at a service roundtable event at the Rio I believe is when I first sat down with you. Uh, we went to a yes. coffee shop there in the uh, hotel. And I, I, I could probably go back and figure out what year that was, but it was, uh, I'll was bet quite it was a while 2007 ago. 2007 so. or 8, somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah, if not even earlier. Yeah, it was it was some time ago. Wow, yeah, time course, flies. I'm a lot I'm a lot younger and better looking now, of course. So well, I had hair back then. then too, so you know, things change. <laughs> uh, uh, so <laughs> yeah, when we were young and having a good time, time flew. Now it flies whether we're having a good time or not. Yeah. <laughs> so you were an Eagle Scout. Well, you still are, right? I mean, it's like being governor. Once you're an Eagle Scout, you're always an Eagle Scout. That that is correct. Yeah. Um, been involved with scouting since I was uh, eight years old. So this is uh, I turn fifty next month. So I've been at it uh, quite a while, and it's been it's been a lot of fun. Had a lot of great uh, outings when I was a youth, and then uh, you know volunteered right away, even when I was in college, and just continued and uh, my son who's now 19 uh he also made eagle and so it's it's been a it's been quite the journey and uh so many so many trips whether it been you know going caving or rock climbing or you know sitting around the campfire uh those are just some some do you awesome, think being awesome an eagle time, scout positively so. impacted your business disciplines and habits today oh absolutely uh you know we I can rattle off the the twelve points of the scout law, but uh, when when I sit down and and actually think about each one of those twelve points, you know, trustworthy, loyal, helpful, friendly, courteous, kind, obedient, truthful, thrifty, brave, clean, and reverent, um, so many of them do apply, uh, you know, directly to your business. Whether that making sure that you you know do business honestly, honestly and ethically, uh, you know, having a uh, being clean and that can be clean of spirit, 
serving others. That's kind of my my big mission uh, is is service to others. I've been tremendously blessed, as, as you know, Mark. I, I own the company with my parents, and uh, my mom and dad have been gigantic influence in everything that I do. Uh, but they they definitely brought me up right. So continuing service to others is is at the core of everything I, that I try to do. And and uh, you know I've definitely had the opportunity. I've been blessed and had some success throughout my career and, and really enjoy giving back, which I think is one of those key things that, that scouts are so good at, you know, when you, before you reach the rank of Eagle Scout, you got to do a big community project and make sure that uh, before the young man or woman now uh, gets that final hurdle that they, they do give back to their community. So uh, it has played a a huge impact and still today, um, you know, I'm, I'm on the phone quite often with friends from scouts or somebody that I know because of scouts and looking for help uh, for, you know, some other charity. So huge, huge well, influence. I was going to kick on people say, well, the guy's no boy scout, you know, <laughs> and that's usually a, that's usually an insult, not a compliment. And here's a headline you never see boy scout robs yep. bank. I mean, you just never see that. Yep. Yep. Right. That's, that, that is true. You know, and, and, uh, I used to do a lot of recruiting, you know, for uh, both adults and for youth and scouts. And, you know, I said, it's, you don't hear about it as much as anymore, but one of the big images that scouts always had is, you know, the scout helping the the elderly lady right, across the street. Right. And, you know, if, if there's an image, you know, would you want your son or daughter to have, you know, have some image of, you know, doing bad things, robbing right. a bank or whatever, or would you have rather have your son or daughter be known for helping an elderly lady across the street and uh so you know hey that's what scouts is all about is is helping others and uh learn a lot of great now, life skills now ron is your father he started the business so you came into it honestly by kind of growing up in it is that about right uh, uh correct yeah my, my father has been involved in the hvac industry his entire career uh he he went to a technical high school here in Indianapolis uh, and they actually offered HVAC uh, at the technical high school. Uh, He went in, he even learned about it in the air force and has done it his entire life. Uh, He, he had a very successful company that he sold back in the eighties called Jackson control. And then he basically became a full-time inventor. Most of the products were focused around the HVAC industry, but he has several others in lawn care and tools. Um, but when I finally graduated from college and spent a few years with a local di- distributor, uh, him and my mother and I decided to take a run at it and and start a whole new a whole new company. And that was in nineteen that was January first of nineteen ninety seven. You've been doing it a so, while. Been been doing it a while. So it's it's been it's been a lot of fun. As as probably a lot of people listening to your podcast. Mark, know that uh, running a small business definitely has its challenges, but uh, at the end of it all, you know, very blessed, um, a lot of hard work, but uh, it, it's it's been a joy, and I can continue as we've grown, you know, we're almost to 100 employees now, That's awesome. and, uh, you know, I, I get to serve those people well, and uh, it, it's been a if lot I of fun. If I could use one word to describe Tom Jackson, I would say passionate. Where does that passion come from? Oh, that that passion definitely comes from my father. Most people would say my my father is a much more passionate than, 
than, than even I am. Uh, we, we do kid him a lot, but even today he's uh, getting close to 82 years old. He still does all of the technical training for all of our new, new staff. So if someone's coming into a sales position or even one of our uh, customer support engineers, all that technical uh, training is, is done by Ron. And, uh, you know, they'll send me off an email saying, wow, what, what, a, what a neat experience to be trained by, to be trained by Ron because he is so unbelievably passionate. Um, and it's, you know, it, it's an honor to be a son. You know, so. We were having lunch one day and I think I said, I said, Ron, if we get you to just come out of your shell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. Uh, and I think your Coke... Yeah. I think you were sipping a Coke and I think it went through yeah. your nose. It's like, <laughs> uh, absolutely. Now he wrote, so, he wrote the book. Right? He did write a book uh, on inventing. And uh, one of the things that he has a license plate on his car that says it's the letter I, a space letter N and a space and the word vent, I invent. And uh, he gets stopped frequently. He, he's got about 20 patents and a lot more products that he didn't patent, which is kind of what the book was about, was, um, you know, sometimes you come up with a great product or a great idea, and you may not necessarily need to patent it. So he kind of walks uh, someone that's interested in that process through it and helps them determine whether or not, you know, patenting makes it make sense. It is very expensive to get a, a product patented, and, uh, you know, we've got quite a few products nowadays that we've developed and we've just opted not to spend the money to patent, uh, to go through the patent process. So that book kind of just walks him through it because his little catchphrase is, you know, it's uh, 20% invention and 80% the marketing. Um, you can have a, a great, great product, right. but if you don't know how to market, uh, then, then you're in real trouble. So that uh, kind of talks about the whole process of patenting it and then how do you how do you market it so that the book's kind of uh covers that whole genre I, I think you just of, hit the nail on the head too the most successful contractors the most successful businesses are marketers and salespeople first and then whatever they do second whether they're manufacturing a product or yeah sure service. I couldn't uh couldn't agree and you're a you're a tireless marketer i mean when we met i would see you at every trade show Oh, and, and you say, well, I said, well, what are you doing next week? Ah, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to New York City. Yep. You're yep. always going somewhere. Yep. We, we still uh, do try to hit all the trade shows because we, as you know, Mark, we do business a little bit differently. We don't have a, a vast network of salespeople around the United States. Um, so most of our efforts are through marketing. And obviously this year we, we haven't been to too many right. trade shows. But, uh, you know, we, it's caused us to kind of refocus. We hired a, a full-time uh, digital marketing director that's uh, trying to help us redirect our efforts uh, in, in today's economy and with COVID and everything. We've had to kind of change focus a little bit. But I, I still, there's nothing better than going to a trade show and catching up with all of your customers or, you know, your friends, uh, even someone, you know, there's a lot of great industry people out there like yourselves uh, or Ron Smith or whoever the case may be that, you know, that trade show is a great opportunity to get, to get caught up. Everyone is, is really busy and, you know, we're all kind of flying all over the country and, and hopefully there's several times throughout the course of the year that 
we get to come together at, at a show and, uh, you know, enjoy a Diet Coke or a cup of coffee or whatever the case may be. And uh, so, yep, still, still love so to that's, travel. That's a big part of what you love about the business. What else do you love about it? Well, the cool thing about the heating and air conditioning industry is that it's, it's a product or a service that people will always need. Right. Um, you know, so that, that part's really cool. Even in the midst of, of COVID, um, you know, there are, uh, unfortunately, you know, there's a lot of small businesses out there that, that are struggling. And fortunately for us, we had our biggest month ever last month awesome. um, because <laughs> people still, still want heating right? and air conditioning, no matter what. So, uh, so that that part I I really love, and I also there's something about the 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 mixture of the old world craftsmanship. You know, there's still some really talented uh, you know tradesmen out there that can still uh, bang out sheet metal and do beautiful installation work. But yet on the other hand, you know, there's all this really cool technology uh, that we're a part of. You know, the whole whether you want to call it the internet of things or connected devices. It's so cool because even though people don't think of HVAC being all that cutting edge, it really is. You know, I've got an older brother, Joe, that works with us and he does all the real high-end uh, commercial buildings, industrial buildings, and they're just doing some just absolutely incredible things on the backbone of the HVAC right. system. Um, you know, it's, it's just really cool. So I, I love the fact that it is, we still have all the, the people out there that are true craftsmen and we're able to, to offer this to this incoming generation. If they're really into the technology, we have, we have that as well. And that, that merger, uh, of the two is just something that is always, I've just always really liked about it's the sexy. HBCs. I don't care what anybody says. It's sexy. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. So uh, you say sexy and HVAC in the same sentence, people go, huh? <laughs> yeah. That, that, that is, that is true. They, they typically don't go together. No. So. <laughs> like a backup Ford or jumbo shrimp. It's like, yeah. what? <laughs> so <laughs> other than your father, all together. excuse I'm, me. Other than your father, who are your, who are your mentors? Who are the people uh, that you looked up to coming up? Uh, well, I had a problem the first person that came to mind was was my as as you might suspect was my my scout master um you know i was involved with the, the it's, i'm still involved in the same troop that i was as a kid um so he was he was a huge influence uh you know he gave up lots of weekends and weeks to spend with uh, all the boys in our troop going out and and getting to do all those cool things that i wouldn't have got to do uh, to do otherwise so you know definitely my my scoutmaster. I had a couple of teachers in high school that were a uh, huge influence. Um, I was super involved with the yearbook staff and the uh, teacher that was the the advisor for the yearbook staff. Um, she definitely, you know, took us under her wing and and taught us how to actually publish a book. And back then, you know, it was there wasn't while we had computers, it was still a lot of manual a right. manual process. I remember, you know, we'd have to print the, I was the photo editor, so we'd have to print the pictures out and we'd actually have to lay them out on the page. And then we'd have to send this big gigantic box of all the pages laid out to the uh, publisher to actually have them shoot it and bind it and all that. 
Um, and that was, you know, an experience that I thought was really, really cool. And then um, there, when I was in college, I, I went to Purdue up in uh, West Lafayette, Indiana, about an hour. Ah, uh, Boilermaker. Yep, about an hour north of uh, Indianapolis. Um, I, I was involved with a group. Uh, it was a service group. And I just had a lot of friends. Uh, and we really were focused on community service. And that, that, that time that I spent in that group called Alpha Phi Omega, um, it in my life because before then, uh, I was actually pretty quiet introvert. I guess I'm probably still a little bit of an introvert, but that really got me out of my shell. Um, I was the president of that organization and we were probably the, the second largest organization on Purdue's campus. We had 300, 350 members. And so that, that time at Purdue was, was huge. And, uh, you know, and then, like you said, beyond, beyond my parents, you know, my family is still really close. I've got uh, three older brothers that, uh, you know, we typically get to dinner uh, for dinner every Sunday evening still. And they've, they've been a huge influence as well. So it, it's, you know, I'm again, blessed to have such a, an awesome and lovely. That's so family, cool. So. That's very Midwest too. We're having <laughs> Sunday dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Every Sunday. Oh, that's so cool. My wife's tried to do that, but our kids are just, you know, they're just all, they're all regionally, but they're all yeah. close by, but they're just all so busy for, with different things. So I'm, I'm jealous. I'm jealous of that. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So your father wrote a book. Do you see yourself writing a book down the road? Um, you know, probably not because I'm such a terrible reader. It takes me forever to read. Uh, and the, the, the thought of me sitting down and trying to, <laughs> to pen a book uh, is, a, is a daunting task. Um, but, but maybe someday, yeah. you know. Hire a ghostwriter. Maybe I could hire a ghostwriter or something. Um, you know, the, as you know, you talk about R and D, Rob and duplicate. Um, I haven't come up with anything new uh, myself. I, I've just taken, you know, wisdom from from others and tried to apply that. You know, I know one of the one of your sayings, Mark, that I I repeat often is dominate yes. the listening. And uh, so, you know, you got to close your mouth and listen. And uh, you'll you'll come away a lot smarter if you do things like that. So I haven't come up with anything novel yet that I, I felt like I could write a book on, but but uh, but but maybe someday. Well, you never know. I, I love the line from Seinfeld. Somebody said, uh, "You gonna write a book and hire a ghostwriter?" And he goes, "Well, if I do, uh, will you hire a ghost reader to read it?" <laughs> <laughs> I just like that kind of thinking. You know, it always that, makes me that smile. Is true. So, so what books have yeah. had a big impact on you? You said you're not a big reader, but obviously you've read some books. Yeah, you went to college. Uh, I did. Well, I'll tell you the one that's had the biggest impact on me most recently is we recently started a, uh, a I don't, an overall process of running the whole company called EOS, which stands for Entrepreneurial Operating System. It's um, a process written, uh, a gentleman by the name of Gino Wickman developed this. And again, um, all the concepts within how you run on EOS, a lot of it you, you've heard, but he's kind of put it together in a, in a unique way that really keeps you laser focused on how to run the entire business. And they've developed some software 
And that's had a gigantic impact on us moving forward. Um, we've got so many different initiatives going on. And now between the fact that we, we implemented the EOS system, now we track it all. We're doing all of our quarterly rocks and our annual reviews. We've developed all of our core values and, and we've been able to document it in a way that has led us. We've been working on it for about a year and it's become crystal clear. One of the things that I've always struggled with as a leader is casting my vision, sharing my vision. You know, in my head, it's it's crystal clear where we want to go. But right. with 100 employees, I, I haven't been very good at explaining that. Well, with, with using this, this method, uh, it's now real clear to everyone because we've gone through the entire process and we've given them, you know, all those things that are critically important to the success here here at Jackson Systems and how they can be a part of that means for them. So uh, that that has had, uh, you know, just titanic shifts in, uh, for us and how, how we're running the so company. Where performance is measured, performance improves. Correct. Yep. And that's a big part of it. You know, every, we, we have weekly meetings and the, the second portion of that meeting is those key things that are most important to us, they're measured. And we, you know, if we're on track, if we're hitting them, awesome. If we're not, it immediately turns into an issue for us to discuss and to figure out how to, you know, how we need to pivot to, to bring that particular uh, goal up to where it needs to be. So every week we're, we're hammering on every one of those key metrics that we need to focus on. And it fosters, if you're not hitting them, it fosters the dialogue to figure out what you need to do to get there. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, we spend just a couple of minutes reviewing the goals, but then we spend 60 minutes every week uh, discussing the, those and how to solve the issues uh, because of the fact that we didn't hit that number. And we can see each week, we've just gotten a little better and a little better, and we're hitting more and more of our goals each week because as you just mentioned, uh, if you don't measure it, you're never gonna get there and we're measuring it. So we're going to get there now. There's an old pipe fitters phrase it says measure twice, cut once. <laughs> I cut it three times and it's still too short. It's still too short. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. So, so why should a contact or contractor contact you? Well, what's uh, the value you guys bring to the contracting business? Well, I think the value that we bring, we have a couple of unique things that we do that, your typical dealer um, or distributor don't do. And the, the number one thing that I think always people probably know us best for is, is our private labeling program. So if you buy thermostats, we'll actually uh, pad print your company logo and name right on the thermostat. And we, we do it really quick. We actually do it the same day. And that's so vital to the contractor because whenever there's an issue, you with your heating air conditioning equipment, the first place that a homeowner goes to is the thermostat. That's really the only right. place they know to go to is to the thermostat and see, you know, what the set point is and what the actual temperature is. And if your name is right there in front of uh, the homeowner, that's who they're going to call. So that, that service has uh, just done extremely well over the years for us. Um, I, I'm, if you go around and ask any of our team members, 
what's one of Tom's rules, and that is we'll never have an automated attendant or a receptionist. Uh, one of our customer service engineers or one of our customer support people will right. always answer the phone. And I know if, if you're a contractor and you're out in the field and you're struggling with a thermostat or some control, um, there's nothing more frustrating than calling and have to go through, you know, the, the pain of going through the automated attendant and then being put on hold for 20 minutes at a time. So um, the fact that, you know, we will never have an automated attendant is, is another thing uh, that the contractors like. And then the, the third thing I'll point out is another service is we're trying to figure out ways that we can help the contractor um, get back some of that business that they might have lost to the big box right. stores. And we actually have a, a filter program where we'll actually ship filters on behalf of the contractor. Uh, direct, we'll ship the filters directly to the homeowner, but the contractor controls all of the pricing and everything. Uh, they manage the whole process with their customer base. We just kind of do the back-end fulfillment for them so they continue to get that revenue as well as an opportunity to, to stay in front of So those are just a few of the unique things, um, you know, early on and, and still today, even though we operate uh, the manufacturing uh, company and it's a separate entity, uh, we still continue to develop products that we think fit a niche. There's, there's all kinds of, of opportunities out there for small manufacturers to come up with products and like we make a, a product called a twinning kit that if you, you see a lot in churches, if you got, say you have two gas furnaces and you're serving the big sanctuary of the church, uh, you may want to only have one thermostat because it may take, you know, the total capacity of both of those furnaces running at the same time to, to uh, heat the, the church. So we make a device that allows you to use a single thermostat to control multiple pieces of equipment. And so we continue to come up with those sort of, really niche products, uh, but when a contractor needs it, he needs it. And uh, so we continue to, to listen to the contractor and every year we're developing a handful of new products that we've heard from contractors that there's a need for it out there. And uh, you know, we, we don't have to sell thousands of, of widgets a year. Uh, if we can sell a few hundred of a, of a widget, that's, that's success to us. So that's kind of a, something else that we've, um, had good luck with what I'm hearing is you're saving them time and money, <laughs> but you're also continuing to innovate to solve very specific problems that have those yeah. guys up at night. Uh, That's absolutely. so cool. You're listening yeah. to the marketplace. What a, what a concept. <laughs> we, we try, <laughs> right? We, we definitely try. So that's, how, well, we gotta, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, that's why we have to go to all those trade shows so we can, uh, hear from our, uh, contractor friends on what what's needed out there i remember standing uh, at a booth one time and i said you know tom i'm not going to stand here all that long unless i get it unless i get a polo shirt <laughs> and you reached into a box and grabbed a black polo shirt that says jackson said, i still have it i wear it all the time because it, it's black it go. looks good right yeah so uh yeah <laughs> you looked at me was like oh well that's it okay we can do that <laughs> Uh, I'm here to serve. So what, what advice would you offer contractors? You have a neat perspective because you're listening to them all the time. Uh, great, uh, great question. I, I think the one thing is, 
and I, I know that contractors are are really busy and they've got they have so much going on and they're doing everything they can, especially during the heat of the summer. It is really tough, but make sure you, you um, keep keep a little bit of uh, uh, keep a little bit of pulse on what's going on with with technology. Uh, it, it's coming so quick and there's so many changes all the time uh, that it, you know, this next generation that, that comes up uh, behind, you know, I'm a generation Xer. So, you know, the generations behind us, they want everything on, on, they want everything to pop right. up on their phone. And so if, if you're not keeping up with some of those trends, uh, it's going to be difficult uh, down the road. And, and while I, I love technology, I'm definitely not a guru, but I've come to the realization that I've got to hire people smarter than I am to help me with that, that technology, and I'm here to support them. And if the contractor does that as well, um, that's going to be really powerful. We, we need that contractor because he's, he's so skilled at, at fixing the furnace or the air conditioner, but the technology is moving quickly. And in the future, to continue to fix those furnaces or air conditioners, uh, you're going to have to have some level of technical uh, technology expertise. And so that that would be my advice. Um, we we've tried to do a lot of different trainings on, on Internet of Things products, and we've had some some success with it. And I understand the difficulty because uh, when a contractor gets up at five o'clock in the morning, they're hitting the ground running because they've got all kinds of customers that that need their air conditioner fixed but uh, that would be my little bit of uh, wisdom so how does somebody get a hold of jackson's systems what's the best way to contact you guys uh well they can just go to jacksonsystems.com is is our website uh we're also real active on facebook and linkedin uh twitter um or they can just shoot me an email I'd love to speak with anyone my email address is just Tom dot Jackson, T O M dot Jackson at jacksonsystem.com. And, uh, you know, we're, we're out and about too. If you're at any of the, the trade shows, most likely we're going to have a booth there. So we would love to, to speak with anyone that would love to stop by at the next Prior show. to COVID, how many days a year were you traveling? Oh, that's, uh, uh, I would say I would probably travel. You know, of course, in our industry, the, the trade shows and all the travel are real heavy in the fall all the way through the April time frame. And that time frame, uh, I would be out at least uh, two weeks a month, if not more. Um, but during the summer, you know, we're, we're pretty hands off right. with our customers because they're so busy. So in the summer, well, in a normal summer, you know, I mainly get out uh, a few times a month. Uh, but soon as September rolls around, it's it uh, is running and jumping on an airplane uh, pretty much every week. Yeah, you know it's uh, it, it's interesting that when when somebody says, "Oh my gosh, you do seventy presentations a year," you're how 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 many years you know are you on the road? How many days a year are you on the road? And I say, "Well, about two hundred. And they go, "What?" And it's like, "Oh, do you have to travel?" I said, "No, I get to." Yeah, I love yeah. every part of this thing. Yeah, you know, it's like, and if I have to explain that to you, you don't get it, right? Yeah, yeah. you're well, a road I, warrior. Yeah. Well, it's uh, you know, I I've I've seen you speak 
many, many times, Mark, and uh, you are just incredible. And uh, it, it's always a joy when, when I know I'm going to get to see you and uh, some of the, the stories that you relay are just so powerful. And it, it's great that you're willing uh, and you figured out a way to, to make a, a, an entire business of that and share your your knowledge and uh, for that I'm I'm very thankful that you're you're out traveling those 200 days a week or 200 days a year. Well, I used to get in trouble for talking in school. Now I get paid for it. God bless America. <laughs> there you go. I had one teacher go, "Get out. Get out of my class." Cuz I was making people laugh and it's like, "What? Just just riffing here." Can just you do riffing. your Arnold Schwarzenegger impression for me? Uh, get out. Like get to the chopper. <laughs> run Junkana. Run. Yeah, no, he's uh, <laughs> Arnold's kind of taken a hit, you know, since his little yeah his little episode. But uh, yeah, I met him in 1982, and he was marketing uh, he was marketing his book uh, Conan the Librarian or whatever the first one was, one of those Aryan movies he did early on. And uh, the guy had on a pink polo shirt that was just straining. He had like 23 inch arms, and you know, and and he says, "Have you seen my movie?" And I said, I have. He says, go again and bring a friend. I said, okay, okay. Just sign the poster. You know, like he was sitting down too, but I, you know, he's six too, but I, the guy was massive. Yep. So yeah, yeah, no, he's one of my favorite people. Uh, how, how do you want to be remembered? Because we're running out of time here, buddy. And I want to make sure that I uh, ask the important questions. Well, uh, I think I've, I've actually got it sitting on my desk right here. I'll spin it around. I know you can't see me, but uh, kind of my personal mission in life is to help other people while enjoying it. So when when my time comes, I hope that uh, people will say that Tom was a good person. He's helped a lot of other people. And while he was uh, helping those people, he he sure enjoyed it. Yeah. enjoyed it so that's what i'm all about the servant leadership going all the way back to what you learned in the boy scouts there you go right full circle isn't that yep. crazy so uh closing thoughts closing thoughts here's a here's well, a couple of things i want you to remember you know one two three <laughs> uh wow i know i told so you the questions easier. are gonna be easy but okay. this one isn't yeah, three things. Um, always help others. That's kind right. of my mantra. Uh, never stop learning, and that comes in uh, comes in so, so many forms nowadays. We're we're so blessed to be able to do it in whatever form ser serves you well. And uh, I think the third thing is be thankful. I'm I'm blessed, and uh, at the end of all this, I'm. I'm so thankful for everything, all the opportunities that I've been given. Sometimes it's it's difficult and you have to learn a hard lesson, but you always you always walk away. And if you walk away being thankful for learning, uh, that that's huge. So those would be Help my others, takeaways. Just keep learning, be thankful. That's not a bad bit of advice, Tom. Wow, thank you so much for making the time today to talk. Yep. Thank you, Mark. I, I really appreciate it. Well, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> this this is a this is a great industry you know and i like you i've been blessed uh, 40 plus years doing this and uh, uh there's never a day goes by that i'm not grateful so that's pretty yep. good advice well tom uh they can get a hold of you by going just 
just typing your name in Tom Jackson or Jackson Systems, and you're going to come up 47 yep, times. Absolutely. I'm sure. Well, listen, my friend, so good to talk to you. Yep. I hope uh, I hope you have another great month like the one you just had, and make it a great day unless you have other plans. <laughs> I'm planning on it. So we'll uh, talk with you soon, Mark, and look forward to uh, seeing you in person real Thanks, soon. Thanks, Tom. This podcast is brought to you by the team at Fujitsu General America. And like this podcast, they're focused on education and development. From the day they sold their first comfort system in North America, they've been unwavering in their focus on training. It doesn't matter if it's application, installation, or service. A better trained technician brings better value to the homeowner. So when you're looking for infinite comfort, think Fujitsu. Thank you for listening. If I struck a chord, inspire you to action, or piqued your curiosity, let me know. Call or text me at 206-697-0454 or send me an email at mark at sparkingsuccess.net. Should you wish to hire me to speak to your organization or association or order one of my books, simply go to my website, www.sparkingsuccess.net. And remember, make it a great day unless you have other plans. <laughs>